Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, taking a trip down Route 55. Giannis goes double nickel on the Wiz. So how many is he going to drop tonight? We're going to ask Big Perk that question. Plus, the Thunder did what exactly? Wait until you see what this OKC squad did without Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I mean, we're talking historic. And we've got an update on the status of LeBron James heading into tonight's huge game between the Heat and the Lakers. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, joined by Matt Barnes, Ramona Shelburne, Chinay Agumake, and of course, the big fella, Kendrick Perkins. Perk, where are we starting today? It's Grant. only right that we start talking about food. Yes. <laughs> that 55-piece wing dinner. Habanera, right? That's the flavor. Habanera style that Giannis put on last night. And that for all of those dip. that don't yeah. like flavor, that means it's extra spicy. Our audience only likes flavor, okay, period. And if you like flavor, then you're going to like what Giannis did last night, starting it off with a bang. Windmill. This guy is unstoppable in the open court, in the half court. It's near impossible to guard him because watch was, this play right here. That was a little baby ceiling fan. Oh, that was a, oh, so okay, that was a baby ceiling fan. A like baby Ace, ceiling fan. Guess what? Uh, they put you to sleep, though, with his game, because, like, literally, what does Perk say? <laughs> AC on six, 65, on 55, keep it. He's all cool. He's ice cold, especially when he gets in the paint. He knows it. Look at that. Like, he's a little bit of sauce for it, too. And then here in the third quarter, <laughs> takes it all the way to the rim. There's Matt. nothing you can do about that, Matt. <laughs> Get out the way. What you mean? That's right there. You yeah, get out the way. If you, you value your career. Hey, Thanasis. What's goody? And Giannis sitting a little dance to celebrate. Pat Connaughton floating it into Giannis, mm. dunking it down with authority over Chris Dapp's Porzingis. I, I hate saying this, but Perk says it. A bit, big daddy ball and nice little reverse there. Hang time. Nice. Double palm. Jelly. Jelly. Finesse for Giannis. It just didn't stop. A barrage of Giannis Attentacumbo all night one and one son. And, he and says, one son. Sorry about it. Once again. Nobody can stop him. No one can stay in front of him. No one can keep up with him when they're behind. Milwaukee on his chest, and he embodies that. And he said after the game, you know, we don't only play for the names on the back of the jersey. He plays for the name on the front. In this case, he put on a show for the name on the front of the jersey in Look. front of his home crowd. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what was that sound, Perk? Ooh. 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 Giannis gets it done just all over a new career high, 55 points, a little bit of a water bottle shower to celebrate. Uh, he's now gone for at least 40 points and 10 in three straight games. So two other players have done that. Moses Malone did it twice, 82, won MVP that season. And Russell Westbrook had a streak that long during his MVP year. So I'm sensing a little bit of a, an MVP theme going on here. Chanae, where is Giannis doing most of his damage here? Well, we all know the answer to this. Giannis destroyed the Wizards last night in the paint. I mean, look at his shot chart right here. Giannis made 19 of his 20 shots 
the rim and he hit one lone midi mid-range shot. That is tied for the second most paint points in a game in the last 25 years behind Shaq. Impressive. So let's roll the tape. Producer Ron, baby, it sounds different. Now Giannis is so good at attacking the paint that he's going to see different coverages. Right here, this is isolation. But he's improved his reading of the defense so much so for the first time in his career, he had 10 points at least in each quarter. Isolation, barbecue chicken. Now let's talk about the off ball a little bit right here. So Giannis, he shoots, what, 24% from three? You're going to play off of him. But if you play off of him, you cannot lose him because when the drive happens by Connaughton, he gets lost by the help defense. And that right there is an easy land. But this last one is my absolute favorite. You saw it in the highlight. All right, the third coverage, you're going to double. But when you double, you cannot do a soft double like this right here. You have to commit and force the ball out of his hands because if you don't, you bite, he attacks, and then he shows out. Giannis leads the NBA in paint points per game, and this was on full display last night. The Greek freak was balling. Well, and he is so dominant in the paint, Janae. That's why you've seen uh, the Bucks construct a roster like this, where they have shooters yep. all around him so he can get to work in the paint. But as you're looking at this streak, Ramona, mm. it's hard to narrow it down. But if you had to, what's the most impressive part? I think it's that he's doing it every night. This isn't just one night. And and I talked to Malcolm Brogdon, who's his former teammate when he played in Milwaukee. And the president. We do, we're talking about talking about Jason Tatum and the in the in the differences and similarities between Giannis and Tatum. He said, Giannis just plays with this desperation. And every single bucket, every single play, I know he says he wants to be boring. Giannis, you will never be boring. This guy plays like every single play could be his last. This is, it's the way that he plays with that kind of energy on a Tuesday night mm. in the middle of, of January, in the middle of the season, that sets him apart from just about anyone in this league. Starting off the new year with a absolute bang. Perk, what impresses you? Well, you know, you know, NBA players and superstars, you know, they lie, right? They lie to the media. They lie in their post-game interviews and they tell us how, oh, we're not worried about individual numbers. We're worried about team goals. And that's okay. But they're worried about individual numbers. And they're worried about what other players are doing around the league. And that's a great thing because in those team goals, you have individual goals. So I'm looking at Giannis' mentality. He took 33 shots last night. Mm. That's not that's not our typical Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo usually get buckets on 19 to 20 shots a night efficiently, right? So that goes to show me that he saw what Luka did to the Knicks. He saw Donovan Mitchell put up that 71 East Wings dinner. He see the numbers in the triple doubles that Jokic is putting up. So he said, what? If LeBron could put up 47 mm. at the age of 38, watch what I do. I'm going to go out here level and put up, up 55. Up, and that's the great thing. Yeah. And that's the great thing about the league. Like, like I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Like, you could have those individual goals and be competitive long as you're doing it within the team, but I love it. Like, we heard Spider talk about it yesterday. Yes, I would love to win the MVP, and we're going to continue to see spectacular individual basketball because guys are competing with each other on other teams 
far as putting up big numbers. I was just going to add, we saw Donovan Mitchell, we've seen LeBron James. My take was it was more the Usher, you know, Usher, watch this, watch this, watch this. The next guy goes. <laughs> Matt, what's the next thing that comes? I, I, I like I that, Janae. That was just for perks. Well, I, think, I think Giannis watched this show yesterday before he took his nap, and he was tired. He, he, was, he was frustrated that he didn't get mentioned. We mentioned everybody but him, and that's mm. why I said yesterday that this is, we can't be prisoners of the moment because there's about four or five guys daily they're leapfrogging each other who could possibly be uh, MVP of this league. But again, one thing I just love about Giannis is he was nitpicked so much the last four or five years, and every time you see him come back, he's better at something. Although the three-point shooting is only, you know, 25%, he hits three-pointers uh, when needed, but there's really no holes in this guy's game anymore compared to when he first came in the game. So I just love how hard he works. He takes the criticism as motivation instead of pouting about it, and he always comes back better. He even talked about it last night with his free throws. You know, he was saying that he's not satisfied with where he's at now. 55 points, a new career high for him, just absolutely dominant. I don't know if it's possible to have a quiet dominance, but it kind of seemed like Giannis did. There was there was a story, Ramona, you'll remember this. It was a yep. couple of years ago. It was in the New York Times. Scott Casciola wrote about how sometimes, like, John Morant's misses. Yeah. They're even more incredible and remarkable, if that's even possible, than his monster dunks. And yeah. I think, and I mean this in the best way possible, you can probably say the same thing about Giannis. It just shows the type of production he can give you to be able to knock down those free throws. Did you end up jumping too high? What sort of happened on the other thing? I got uh, too excited. And my significant other, she's telling me, they don't post you on uh, House of Highlight anymore because you don't uh, dunk the ball. in here for a decade now. But the legs are gone. <laughs> but I had, I had, uh, I had a windmill. So I hope that satisfied her. I mean, that was, I, I was hoping it would go in. It was one of those, oh, moments, and then it was like, oh, but, but still. Don't call it charge still, moments. Hey, they're still oh moments, even though they don't go in. They're right. still O's. Well, and that got yeah. us thinking, right? Well, what are some of the best <laughs> right. dunks that O's. never actually got their full, they didn't count, but they counted in our yeah. hearts, dang it. So here's where we're going to start. We're going to start with Michael Jordan. Ooh. 1992. All bad. Ball bounces all the way back to midcourt. And then, I mean, come on. It was the bringing the ball back, but like, yeah. <laughs> this dude thinks that he made it. Wait, was that his guy from the movie from last year? I forgot. <laughs> well, then you have Kobe in 2001. Tried to get fancy with the windmill. Didn't quite work. But still, the fact that you attempt that in-game and you expect him to be able to make it? It happens. The it happens to You get to do that. He actually was in the slam dunk contest once. And As someone who grew up in the Bay, oh. this was... This was difficult. Oh. Everyone wanted that to go down <laughs> in the yay area. Mm. Oh, that was a God, clean I block Andre too. Could do that. And, and then I think <laughs> this one takes the cake. This is the greatest dunk that never happened. Oh, watch out, Kevin. John ja Morant. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Kevin Love even acknowledged. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is God. just. I I really fall in love with players off of their misses. Victor Oladipo at Indiana, yeah. Blake Griffin at Oklahoma. Well, and then our dishonorable mention, if Ja can do it, then... Okay, Park. So can Kendrick oh, Perkins? Oh, no, here it comes. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Why, this show Park, is so up. petty. Get up, this Park. show is so petty. Oh. Richard Jefferson oh. had the rebound. Oh. I think that adds insult to injury. 
Wait, this was not me. Us, you we didn't bring this up in the production meeting. I didn't tell me nothing about it. I had no clue about this. I want to be very clear. I said new year, new start, perk. This was all producer Ray Fonseca. Fully throwing him under the bus. Thank you. Hey, perk, with friends like this, who needs enemies, bro? All right, before this gets way worse, we're going to keep it pushing because we have a lot to get to on this jam-packed show, including an update on Zion Williams' health. Adrian Wojnarowski is joining us in just a moment. And I don't know about y'all, I literally could not believe my eyes when I saw the score of OKC. They did what last night? We're going to break down how the Thunder set a franchise record in their shocking victory over Boston. And in just a little bit, my conversation with Miami Heat star guard Tyler Hero. Hear from the bucket getter himself ahead of his matchup against the Lakers tonight. What's up, y'all? It's Tyler Hero, and you're watching NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. It is raining in L.A., which is shocking. I know. But this is all about (laughs) the thunder. Let's go to Oklahoma City. And take a look, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart getting warm and ready to take on a Thunder team that didn't have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Early on, they kept it close, but quickly this one went off the rails, Shanae. Look, this is a team that I they're maybe a year or two away from like actually competing based on their pieces getting healthy, and they're just showing all the signs of good basketball and just really transforming what everyone's expectations of them are. It, it should be a little bit concerning, I think, for the Boston Celtics, though, that they gave up so many points. Under- statement, Malika. <laughs> 74 points in the first. That's their most given up in any half the season. And then things somehow got a little bit worse in the third quarter. Yeah, you would think that this was a time last year where their defense actually turned up a notch. But it seems like at this point, you know, it's regressed the last few games. I mean, you just think about it. When you suit up these big guys, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, there's an expectation yeah. that they're going to compete at least on the defensive end. But here, that was a key moment for Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, he picked up his second technical foul. He'd already got one earlier in the game, so that's an automatic ejection. You can see him heading back to the locker room, and the Thunder just kept piling on. So, my coach, Tara Vanderveer, says some nights, you know, some days you're the dog, 
and some days you're the hydrant. Mm. This was a night <laughs> where the Celtics were the hydrant. I've heard oh. windshield and bug, but that's a new one. Yeah, that's, okay. I kind of <laughs> like that one today. Uh, the Thunder, they became just the third team in the last 25 seasons with five 20-point scorers on their way to scoring 150 points. So let's bring Big Perk back into this conversation. Because you, play, you played for both of these franchises. You're the perfect analyst to have here. You're always the perfect yeah. analyst to have here, Perk. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, you taught us what, what was it? Arachnidism? Arachnidism means, right? So do you have a yeah, new... Yeah, that, that was it. Arachnidism. That was it. All right. Do you have a new descriptor for us for this game? Mm -hmm. I do. I do. In 2023, I wanted to enhance my vocabulary. Oh. So I'm going to go astrophobia. Astrophobia mm. is what I'm going to... The word that describes this massacre that happened last night okay and it means fear of thunder all okay. right and that's what happened they feared the thunder and they feared them because this team when you look at the celtics right they're too athletic at the wing position and in the paint to give up 150 points on any given night so when i look at this celtic roster yes they have all the pieces i love the addition i get that but again i'm gonna repeat as always the voice in the locker room matters, right? We see that what's happening with the Brooklyn Nets since uh, Steve Nash was fired and, John, and Jock Vaughn took over. I'm not knocking Joe Mazzulla. I think he has done a good job since taking filling in that role since Ime Yudoka, right? But I will say this. When you look at the effort that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is giving defensively, you got to have somebody in that seat that's going to hold those guys accountable. You got to have somebody that's going to call them out. You can't have somebody that's going to have that laid-back type nature because they're going to run all over you. This is why you have coaches in play. Mm. It's not because of the offensive set. The evolution for us, the skill set offensively, that's going to take care of itself. Defensively, you got to have somebody in that seat. And if Joe Mazzulla full-time wants to be the head coach here, He's going to have to prove himself, not only in the regular season, but when the postseason comes, that he could get those guys to buy in on the defensive side of things. Astrophobia. Thank you for making us smarter today, Perk. You heard I, what I said. I yeah, learned astrophobia. something new. It's 2023. Perk's word of the day. But, but you mentioned the, the mm -hmm. voices in the locker room. Ramona, what is the team's level of concern here? As we look at, they were, they were the hottest team in the NBA. Yep. And then December hit. You know, publicly they're saying the right things when they do interviews after these games. They're saying we got outplayed, we're, our effort is not there. It's okay to say those things publicly, but you have to change that. And one person I talked to with the Celtics said, I hope it's just the, the, the January thing, the midseason doldrums, mm -hmm. and not something more. Because in the beginning of the season, they had a historically good offense. And why was that offense so good? One, they were making shots, so some of that is regression to the mean. Okay, People aren't going to always shoot at that level. But some of it is also just sharing the ball being connected and that connectedness translates goes from offense to defense when you are not sharing the ball on offense people don't feel as good about playing team defense as they did earlier in the season and you've seen that they when they came to LA just just last month right before Christmas they hadn't lost two in a row then they started losing a few in a row looked like they had righted the ship with those four wins in a row and now they've lost back-to-back -to, -back to Denver and Oklahoma City without Shea Gilgis Alexander 59% shooting for the Thunder last night 59% mm, it's like a layup line out there you know what they say. Good defense.
defense leads to good offense. The Thunder, mm -hmm. they're back in action tonight against the Magics, while the Celtics, they have a big game tomorrow because they are in Dallas and face Luka Doncic. But let's get to Zion Williamson because the Pelicans are going to be without him for at least the next three weeks. He suffered a hamstring injury two nights ago. He's played in 29 of 37 games this season for New Orleans. He's averaging 26 points, seven boards, and 4.6 assists per game. So we're joined now by senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski and also Ramona Shelburne. Uh, Woj, let's start with you here. What more can you tell us about Zion's injury? Uh, Malika, this uh, Zion Williamson injury, you know, three weeks until there is um, uh, a reevaluation of it. But I think the expectation is Zion Williamson will be out at least a month plus. This is not a mild strain. And so this is a New Orleans team that is always going to err on the side of caution with Zion Williamson coming back from an injury, you know, making sure he is back to 100% so you don't have a recurrence of this. You've seen this New Orleans team without its three best players on the court uh, together very often this season, you know, still be at the very top of the Western Conference. And listen, they're hopeful they can get Brandon Ingram back uh, sooner than later, certainly before they're going to get Zion Williamson back. Uh, but I think at least a month here on Zion Williamson. You mentioned it, the Pelicans already without Brandon Ingram. So, Ramona, how do they plan to replace Zion's minutes? Well, you know, Najee Marshall has been a real find for them. He's a, he's a great playmaker. And when, when they've been without Zion and Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram's been out the last 18 games with that toe injury. When they've been out, it's only, it's only five games, but they're 4-1 and one without him. And Najee Marshall's a great playmaker. And there's also Trey Murphy, 18 points a game in those five games, 65% from the field. You know he's a great shooter, but that's, that playmaking and that offense, they can really lean on these young guys that they found to replace Zion and Brandon Ingram. But as Woj said, they need to get B.I. back sooner rather than later. Well, this team's depth is certainly going to be tested, but it's been one of their strengths. Woj, Ramona, thank you. Please do not go too far. We still have a lot more to get to here on NBA Today. Tonight, we've got the Heat and the Lakers squaring off at Crypto.com Arena. Will LeBron be playing in that game? We have an update from Ramona Shelburne. That's coming up right after the break. Plus, Giannis, he is no joke on the court. Away from it, he doesn't exactly shy away from the jokes himself. How he became the <laughs> king of dad jokes. Don't miss that. I just love it so much. And you see all these Western Conference superstars pictured right here. Which of their teams are going to be making the playoffs and which ones are going to be on the outside looking in? Our experts weigh in. Stay tuned. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Here comes LeBron! I mean, I've been scoring 30 and it hasn't worked, so I'm going to try 40. It's just because it's math. That's all. Cutting is LeBron! You're not stopping me. I'm feeling like he was 18 again. <laughs> no, I feel better than, than 18, that's for sure. Certainly an impressive string of games from LeBron James back here with Chanae Woj and Ramona. So LeBron has dropped 90 points in the two games since he's played since turning 38. And beyond that, he's averaging 34-7-7 and in his last 10 games. Remarkable numbers. Woj, what change have you seen from LeBron recently? Well, I, I think Ramona or uh, Malika, I, I think for LeBron James, the, the debate about the greatest ever is going to continue as he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the all-time scoring list. But I think there's not going to be a debate about who is the greatest player the longest and what uh, LeBron James has done. Uh, listen, 45 points a game on 64% oh. shooting the last two games. But in this stretch without Anthony Davis, essentially – averaging 25 points on better than 50% shooting in every game. Uh, that's an 11-game stretch. Mm-hmm. No one's done that with the Lakers since Shaq back in 2001. And you've seen LeBron James, you know, the way that Anthony Davis carried this team and got him back into at least playing contention earlier in the year when LeBron James was out. LeBron James is doing the same now for Anthony Davis. But what he's doing at 38 years old with no signs of slowing down, I, again, the debate about who is the greatest player the longest, I don't think there's even a debate about that. I'd have to uh, absolutely agree. And in other words, what Woj said is just that without Anthony Davis, LeBron is in the whole put the whole team on your back mode, <laughs> meaning he is literally just attacking the rim relentlessly. In that game versus Charlotte, he drove 17 times. That's tied for the second most so far this year. And the rest of his teammates know, look, he's going to try to do this all. Let me space the floor. Let me move the ball. And so it's simplified the game. And what has that resulted in? Him averaging 36 points, I think nine and six or so, Mm. and won three out of the last four. It's been rare that we've been able to see LeBron in that mode at 38 years old, but he's doing that by just putting the entire team on his back. Well, and the Lakers are just getting back today. They're playing today in Crypto.com Arena for the first time since being on an incredibly long road trip, and LeBron is listed as questionable for tonight's game against the Heat. That's on ESPN. Sir Mona, what are you hearing about his status? Yeah, he popped up on the injury report yesterday as questionable, and I checked in this morning and said, what's going on? It's a a TV game. It's It's the first game after a long road trip and he's got cold symptoms Malika mm. cold symptoms hey like the rest of the country I guess everyone has a little first game after a long cold, road trip it feels like right Let's now see. so hopefully he's okay and is able to give it a go tonight against Miami but we can't talk about the Lakers yep. and not check in on Anthony Davis Woj he's missed the last nine games with a right foot stress injury what's the latest timetable for a return to the floor for him yeah, Malika the the progress uh, with Anthony Davis I'm told continues to be encouraging, continues to be relatively pain-free. He's started to do some running on the court. Now, the next step, I'm told, for Anthony Davis is going to be jumping and then to see how the foot feels then. Uh, but certainly, uh, they're encouraged with the progress, and, and, and I think you'll start to see Anthony Davis ramp it up, do more uh, with the team now back in L.A.
ramp it up, do more. That's certainly good news for Lakers fans. Woj, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. So here's how the Lakers and Heat match up. Uh, the Lakers just below average offensively and defensively. The Heat are top 10 defensively, but bottom 10 offensively. Tyler Hero, he went for 18 and 9 when these teams met last week in Miami, and we caught up earlier. I'm so excited. The man is joining us now. Tyler Hero, thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. Thank you so much for having me, Malika. Of course, of course. So you specifically have been having a pretty outstanding season, but your signature move that I at least associate when you're really balling, it's the snarl where your lift just, your lip just lifts up just a little bit. What, what would get a snarl out of you tonight? A snarl? I don't know. I don't know. That might just be like a finals, a finals thing. Oh. You know, the Lakers uh, in the bubble. But we'll see. I mean, if I hit a couple threes, some big threes, I mean, we'll see what happens. Well, well, if I throw a Actually, you know, a, a, a lob to Bam, that actually might that actually might bring it out of me. Okay, a lob to Bam. We're all going to be keeping our eyes peeled for that. So after winning sixth man of the year last season, you made it pretty clear you wanted to prove yourself as a starter. And now that shift in the starting lineup, it's actually happened. You've started in 30 of 30 games you've played so far. So how do you assess your play as a starter? What have you had to change? Um, I'm playing a little bit more off the ball. Um, you know, to start the season, I was, and then as things kept going on, I think you know the ball started getting my hands a little bit more, um, playmaking, and and you know creating shots for others. You know, in the second unit last year, I kind of had my own lineup where I could score, score, score. I was a, mm-hmm. a spark on the bench, uh, was now it's kind of a happy balance of wanting to be aggressive for myself and then wanting to be aggressive for my teammates. So that was a adjustment I've I've made and I'm continuing to make. It's it's coming along pretty well, but still have you know room to improve something i know tyler from our previous conversations is that no one holds themselves no one holds you to a higher standard than you hold yourself to how do you feel like you have lived up to your expectations what else are you trying to prove to yourself um i'm just continuing to try to get better you know every single day every single game um just being really intentional with everything that that i do um you know, at this point in the season, it's about getting wins. And, um, you know, we started slow, and as the season's going on, I like the, the trend that we're going in. And right now, we're just trying to get wins. So at, at any point in, in, in the season right now, it's, it's the time for us to stack these wins and try to put ourselves in a good position come, come playoffs on. Well, let's talk a little bit about those playoffs, because you've said that your goal, it is to win a championship. As you look around the rest of the league, as you look around the rest of the Eastern Conference, what do you believe the ceiling for this team is? Um, I, I don't think there is a ceiling. I think, you know, with the team we have, we brought pretty much everybody back, a couple guys, including myself, in new roles, which takes time to adjust to. But, you know, we're talented you know, talented as we were last year, you know, we've got guys who've improved. And, you know, I think as, as things start to shape into to regular form like they were, and they're starting to do slowly, I think there's no ceiling. I think we can do what we did last year and, mm. you know, really be for a championship. Lastly, Tyler, off the court, you're, you're a little bit of a fashion icon. We've seen you, the hero Backstreet Boy look, the Ace Ventura fit. Do you have a favorite outfit of all time? Nah, I don't have a favorite. Um, you know, my favorite, I got to stick with my, my draft night suit. Like, that's that's like my staple of mm. coming into was my draft night suit. That was my introduction to my drip, as I, I said, my, my uh, rookie year. Um, so I have a little fun with it, but you know, I think I got some more stuff to pull off. Well, especially, I mean, does style change now that you're going to be a father of two? 
Definitely. I definitely got my dad fits, you know, at the house now. Waking oh. up early. I coffee. You know, I'm, I'm a dad now. <laughs> You're, so does that, what does that mean? Does that mean open toe shoes and socks are coming into the equation? Like, what are we rocking? My toes are on right now. Um, <laughs> but, no, nah, just regular casual outfits, man. Just trying to, to, to get 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 in tune with being a dad. Mm. Tyler, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time here with us on NBA Today, and best of luck tonight. Thank you so much. From one dad to some dad jokes, coming up next on NBA Today, a very special guest. Who do you call a cow on the floor? Anybody know? Ground beef. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I want to be one of those guys that every single night I bring it. I mean, what a night from Giannis. Absolutely dominant. And you, you guys know, right, how, how busy these guys are. Yeah. They, they are incredibly busy, but you'll never guess who agreed to join us. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> the dad joke master himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, sort of. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Giannis wasn't actually available. It's a game day. Uh, so, Bobblehead Giannis, maybe you can help us out a little bit here. When, when, when you, thank you, sir, uh, when you, or actually your likeness, has, has a night like you had, what, what does that push you to want to achieve, Giannis? I want to get in a position that uh, my game is boring. 
I just do what I do and people don't don't talk about it because it become boring. But I don't get bored. The greats never get bored to go out there. They always give their, their best every given night. <laughs> that was a really insightful uh, answer, Giannis. Uh, so the scoring in the NBA, it has been off the charts lately. How does that motivate you personally? <laughs> and every given night, there's going to be somebody that's going to be great. Guys like LeBron have been great for since 2003. It's 2023. And I want to be, I want to be one of those guys. I truly believe that you will be, you already are, and you continue to be one of those guys. Bobblehead Giannis, thank you so much for joining. Bobblehead Giannis. <laughs> but truly, <laughs> Bobblehead Giannis, I do want to say thank you to the reporters on the Bucks beat who were really chatting with Giannis and Ted DiCupo last night who actually asked those questions and got those insightful responses. It, it really is, though. It is a, such a joy to watch Giannis play. She can't look at me because she good. knows. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? watch Giannis play. You put that I'm on your great. resume, right? Uh, yeah. I can interview Bobblehead. Yes. And Giannis himself. I've interviewed that <laughs> so. And they don't talk, so that's better. Don't let me hang it. Better than a bubble. Uh, Giannis's play is amazing. His post-game press conferences—they've become such a source of. Oh love yeah. Because sometimes you get these awesome, really deep, insightful answers, yep. and then other times you get dad jokes. <laughs> it can feel like an ordeal, endured at best if not avoided entirely. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Let's face it, seems like not everyone enjoys the post-game press conference. Be better tomorrow. But. Let's open, let's open up with a joke. Giannis Antetokounmpo isn't like anyone. And when he sits down at the microphone, the Buck superstar turns into your parents. Um, what do you call a cow on the floor? Anybody know? Ground beef. <laughs> when a guy like Giannis, who is arguably the best player on the planet right now, goes up there and starts his press conference with a dad joke, it kind of takes you back. Reading from a book entitled Dad Jokes, Giannis turns his post-game media sessions into open mic night at the comedy store. Okay. Why did the orange lose the race? He ran out of juice. <laughs> so he's not Jerry Seinfeld. Did Seinfeld ever average a double-double? Threw it to himself. Oh! He's eviscerating the Celtics inside. Wow! For Giannis, the post-game podium really is a second stage to showcase his burgeoning skills in a different arena entirely. When the cows go out, where do they go? Anybody know? To the movies! It's like, well played, sir, well played. I mean, that was terrible, but because it was so bad, it's, it's the best dad joke you're gonna get. He's an entertainer, and he knows it. We eat it up. We love it. What do you call a fake noodle? pasta. And the funniest thing about Giannis and these jokes is that nobody laughs harder than Giannis at his own jokes. <laughs> it all tells a story about his situation in Milwaukee, a saga of smaller market mutual appreciation. Fans here cherishing his Greek freak skills on the court and his curious mind off it allowing his personality to shine. I think that genuineness, authenticity that, that Giannis speaks with, plays with, really connects. 
It's always an adventure. Man, between the dad jokes and the Oreos. Who in their right minds? Who does this? Then came the time he first discovered dipping Oreos in milk. Bro, this is amazing, you know. So obviously I didn't have one, I had like 12 of them. And then uh, I realized from now on, that's a every night snack for me. That was just one of those moments where we sit back and realize, you know, some of the little things that we take for granted in life, he's still experiencing here in America for the first time. So while not every NBA postgame presser can be a laugh fest. Why do you care? Even as he performs under playoff pressure, Giannis can still delight on both stages. Why did the football coach went to the back? You guys know why? You get his quarterback. <laughs> I got one. Oh boy. What did the waiter say oh, to the patron go. after he said, "Do you What did the What did the patron say to the waiter when he asked, "Do you want a box for your leftover food?" What? No what, thanks. What did he say, Malik? But I'll wrestle you for it. Uh, ah! uh, box wrestle. <laughs> See what yeah. I did there? Yeah. Well, you got um, one? Yeah, you, you, you know, one thing, Matt, Matt, Malika couldn't stop laughing throughout that bobblehead interview. I was wondering, did, did you bring some of that loud in the studio today? <laughs> that tapped, is not a dad joke, loud. sir. Did it's, she it's, tap it's that loud? It's listen, in my cologne. Thing, hey, why are, why are balloons so expensive <laughs> these days? Why? Inflation. <laughs> See what you did there? Yeah? Right. If you people at home can hear what they were doing while this interview, Giannis interview, they were testing these I, I, lame jokes. Hey, <laughs> well, I like well, that one. Giannis, there's, there's a reason Giannis why Giannis has not quiet. that good, but I do want to. I do want to participate, and I got a dad joke. Okay. 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 How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I'm, I'm afraid. afraid. <laughs> How? <laughs> you follow his fresh prints. Oh, okay. I, I see you there. I thought yeah, we were going in. Yeah. Yeah. Something, but that was much better. I like yours better. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll that be right part. back. Hopefully. <laughs> oh. We're done with dad jokes. Oof. We're going to talk about which teams are playoff bound and which teams may be on the outside looking in. <laughs> like us. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back to NBA Today. We have news. LeBron James will miss tonight's game in Crypto.com Arena against the Miami Heat. As our Ramona Shelburne reported earlier on the show, he is experiencing some cold symptoms. So once again, no LeBron James tonight against the Heat. The Lakers, they've gone 3-5 and five without LeBron this season. But Anthony Davis played in six of those games. And of course, he is still out tonight. So that's compared to 13-16 and 16 with LeBron. So let's go from the King to the Kings. They were in action last night against the Utah Jazz. Let's pick this up in the fourth quarter because that's where things got exciting. Kings up two, minute to play. Mm. De'Aaron Fox slams it down with authority. You have to think that Will Hardy said you can't let him get to it that easy at this point in the game. So the Kings up 113-109. Then he would be fouled. Lowry Markinen headed to the free throw line with a chance to tie the game. You can see he gets touched on the arm there on the three-point attempt. So he goes three of three from the line. Nine seconds to go here. Fox, once again, gets switched on to Markkinen, drives all the way to the cup, and gets the friendly bounce, lays it in. No timeouts for the Jazz. So Jordan Vanderbilt throws a full-court pass here. Watch him, watch him to Lowry Markkinen. Lowry tips it up volleyball style, and it's good! It goes! But wait, wait. The celebrations commence, but not so fast. Did it leave his hand in time? Uh. No, it did not. Heartbreaker for the Jazz. The Kings get the 117-115 win. So you can see it right here. The Kings, they not only have the best record through 36 games in the last 18 years, this is only the second time they've been over 500 at this point. So you may be asking me, why is this behind me? Well, because this group is sending a message. So silence. We need a message from the king. A message from the king. I, I'm not. I'm no King George. So, um, Matt, save me for myself and help me out here, please. I got a message. You know, it has to be a good one. Oh. If I'm going to cover up my nice, fresh haircut, shout out Nick the Barber with this King's hat. I really want to shout the Kings out, man. Shout out Mike Brown when he's been able to make these guys believe. It's been 16 long years for Sacramento Kings fans since they've been in the playoffs. And this team has shown signs of hope with Sabonis playing out of his mind, leading the league in double-doubles, 14 consecutive double-doubles. De'Aaron Fox proving that he's one of the best young guards and all-around players in the game. They got a top-10 offense. Uh, I want to say, what are they? Lost some uh, seventh and made threes. Uh, The one thing that needs to come along with this team is the defense. Mm. But outside of that, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make a you know a prediction that this team Ooh. will be in the 2023 playoffs this year, Malika. I think when you're wearing a crown like that, it's a proclamation. It's Something not has just to happen. it's not just a prediction. Something Thank has to you, happen. Uh, King Matt. Let's head back to the desk here because the Kings are currently the fifth seed in the West. I do need to give Mark Spears his props. He called this before the season. Last year before the season, yeah. he called the Warriors winning it all. So I mean. I need to start listening to whatever Mark says. I want to take a look, though, at the full Western Conference picture, if we could, because Matt just said the Kings, they are going to be heading to the playoffs this year. So I want to take a look at the rest of the West, if you will. Take a look here, the teams that are currently in the playoffs, the play-in, and on the outside looking in. So I'm curious which one of these teams that are seated seventh or lower, how do y'all see them finishing? So, Chanae, are they playoff-bound? Play inbound, 
play outbound. Kick us off with the Blazers, please. Okay, with the Trailblazers, I'm going to say that they are play inbound just because the Suns and the Warriors are low, but they are probably going to be the most dangerous play-in team because they're the only team that has three players averaging 22 points or more, Dame, Simons, and Grant. So those were great acquisitions. It's not bad if they're in the play-in because everyone knows what happens when it's playoff time and then they've got support and they're playing better. So it's like a reverse compliment because mm. I know they're going to make noise no matter where they're at. Matt, tell me about the Suns. This is a playoff team, but I do feel like this is their last chance. I think with Chris Paul's age getting up there, uh, the dysfunction between Andre Ayton and the head coach, I, I don't see this having a, a, a long life expectancy. So I do see them as a playoff team this year, and I think this is their last chance to really make a run. And the Jazz, Ramona? I think they're out of the playoffs altogether. Mm. I th look, they had a, they were a great early season story in this league in the way that they surprised people. But this team, they're now 19-21. and 21. They've fallen off. They have a lot of close games. They're very competitive. But they have some very good players that a lot of teams will be calling about in advance of that February 9th trade deadline. And I, I think that they'll listen when their phone rings. How about the, the Timberwolves, Burke? They'll play around team. They go around too much with the talent that they have and not utilizing it. Seriously, they have too much going on not to be having success right now. Too much talent. When you look yeah. at Anthony Edwards along with D'Angelo Russell, I know Carl Anthony Towns been out, but you brought Rudy Gobert in to anchor that defense, and you just have too many distractions, right? You have guys coming to the podium, you know, complaining about Zion playing football, and then we know the answer we know what's wrong, but we're not going to repeat that. We know what's going on in the locker room. Like, it's too much, and it's a shame. And this is why they miss Patrick Beverly, right? That, that, that veteran <laughs> locker room leadership is huge. So they're going to be out. Play around because they're going to be out. Wow. Well, only time will tell who wears the crown. <laughs> Director Kathy. <laughs> But right now it is Janae Agumake and the top nine scenes in the West are separated by just four and a half games. So do you agree with our analysts and our queen? Tweet at us. Let us know in the break. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Queen Chi. One, two. In the preseason. I mean, uh... What an NBA Friday doubleheader we have for you. The Nets have won 12 in a row and they square off against the Pelicans. No Zion at 730 Eastern. Then we'll take you to the desert for Suns and the Heat. Our coverage tips with NBA countdown at 7 Eastern. And the Nets win streak. It has gotten to this point thanks to a Kyrie Irving buzzer beater against the Raptors. But take a listen. This is awesome to the huddle before that play. That is such a cool look inside how the sausage was made, getting yeah. inside the room where That's it That's how we drew it up. The room where it happened. You still have it. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> not taking that played with Kevin Durant. You've actually been in these huddles with him. We see Jacques Vaughn drop the play. He draws it up for KD, and then KD says, wait a second, draw this up for Kyrie Irving. This is going to work. Mm. What, do you, what do you make of this behind-the-scenes look? Well, you love it because all KD is saying again, doubling down, is that I trust you. And yeah. then Jacques Vaughn yeah. to adjust it and, and, and put the ball in Kyrie's hands says that I trust KD. And that's 
what you need in that locker room. And that's what that locker room been missing. I mean, when KD is engaged like that uh, in, a, in a timeout and he's vocal like that, that's the KD that you want. If you're the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I mean, just trust, trust and, and showing Kyrie love. I mean, he's the one guy yeah. that stood by Kyrie, you know, the whole time where the world was, you know, coming down on Kyrie. So showing, first of all, like Perk said, trust, but he loves his brother <clears throat> and wants to see him do well. Also, from a basketball standpoint, Kyrie mm-hmm. has hit shots like that before. Right. And final clearly what? paid off. That's going to be for us here on behalf of all the kings and queens on this set. We-